0: Hello food world, it's Robert Crutchfield, your favorite foodie friend from Crutchfield Cooks, with another episode of Crutchfield Cooks, the podcast. Who doesn't love chocolate? Have I got a deal for you? What if the chocolate was both better and better for you? Today we're going to talk with Glenn Gardone of Red Chocolate, and he's going to tell us all about it. Let's get to it. We're here with the Glen Gardone with red chocolate, the man that's going to spend the next half hour explaining us to us that healthy chocolate can still be fun. Glenn, before we get into the rest of it, can you give us a little bit about who's Glenn Gardone, where did he come from, kind of the origin story with red chocolate, that kind of thing?
1: Sure, sure. So I've been in the food business for about thirty years now, and uh, happened by accident. It's not like I, you know, was a fifteen-year-old boy and I said, "Oh, I hope I get to run a candy company." Not that I wouldn't mind it, but it, that wasn't my my dream, my passion. I'm one of those folks that found their passion late in life, but I didn't waste my time on the journey. So I got to work with some amazing mentors and spent the last, like I said, 30 years in the food business, ex-Calolona, you know, big CPG companies, really, you know, learning and building an experience and knowledge that would help me in my journey, I guess, for lack of a better phrase. And uh, I was with an organization and we sold our company. This was about a little over three and a half years ago now. And uh, I had known Red Chocolate. I, I didn't know the families. We're owned by two families, both master chocolate makers. The brand's been around about 20 years. When I joined the organization as a partner, we were probably in about 18 countries. Now we're in 28 countries. But through my travels, I I got the opportunity to travel internationally quite a bit. I had seen red and I had enjoyed red. And, you know, it's funny, you, you said healthy chocolate in the beginning. And I always tell folks, chocolate's not healthy. You know, we we like to call ourselves smart indulgence because if you just eat chocolate, you're going to gain weight. What we've done is we've made a beautiful piece of chocolate without all of the refined sugar. So we've cut out the fat, we've cut out the, you know, the calories, but we haven't cut out the indulgence. So we call it smart indulgence. So that's how I like to look at it. And uh, it's funny. I, I, like I said, about three and a half years ago, the ownership group had called me. They had gotten my name from a few folks because, again, been in the business a long time and they wanted to come to the US. And honestly, it was a four hour meeting. And I spent the first three and a half hours trying to explain to them why they didn't want to come into the US. You know, everybody sees the US, you know, and we're amazing consumers here in America. And so everybody sees dollar signs when they want to come into the U.S. because they think we're going to make our mark. And I've seen more than my fair share of companies turn an amazing idea and an amazing product into an absolute failure and taking down the company with it, trying to come to the U.S. And it's funny, the person who would become my boss, actually the greatest boss I probably had in my career, she looked at me, she said, Glenn, are you done? I said, well, yeah, I'm done. I think I've said what I wanted to say. And she said, okay, so when do you want to start? And I started laughing. I said, you're, you're either crazy or you know something I don't. Either way, this could be fun. And I knew the brand was a great brand. You know, and I, it was a great brand meaning it tasted great. I knew nothing about it. I just knew that I went in, I bought a red bar, whether it was at WH Smith in the London Airport or somewhere else in the world. And because of the fact that it has no sugar added, it's, it's what I was looking for. And I just really enjoyed it. And so I said, you know what, if you're willing to do this, let's try this, because I think the American consumer will just app. You still there? You know, throughout my career, I've had the brand that really connected with the American consumer. And, you know, it became that quote unquote badge for them, which was really exciting. And so joined the organization, quote unquote, Americanized the organization, you know, put in a supply chain system, marketing, so on and so forth. And that took about six months. And then we launched in October, about five months before the global pandemic shut everything down. So we couldn't have had better timing, but I'll tell you what, for us, it was, uh, we never looked back and it's just been an incredible journey. I've got an amazing team that I get the chance to work with and uh, they, they're passionate about what they do. They love being part of somebody's life because Robert, let's be honest, if you are in the grocery store or in, you know, the drugstore, wherever you happen to be in your shopping, and you pick up a product, you're inviting that product into the, into your life. And, you know, we look at that, we're not a transactional company. We want to be part of folks' lives. And the fact that they let us in, that's just a very thrilling moment. And even after 30 years, when I walk into a store and I see somebody pick up a red, just there's no better feeling. So I know I went roundabout in it, but just I'm very proud of what we've been able to accomplish a red just in a short three years.
0: Sure, absolutely. And among other things, that heart patients like myself have to get our indulgence from somewhere.
1: That's right. That's right. And you know, it's interesting you say that because again, we are European crafted. All of our products are made in our facilities. You know, we're BRC global certified, you know, all the different acronyms that you need afterwards to show that you're for real. We happen to be a certified green facility. of our energy comes from recuperation methods. I actually report back the carbon footprint we use here in the United States as part of our global reach. And, uh, you know, I sit down with the, uh, you know, our master chocolate makers. I get a chance to sit with them probably about every four months just to, to see the things they come up with. And, you know, you'd think you'd seen it all, but when you start to look at, you know, some of the flavors, whether it be the blonde we just launched or a brand new product actually we're about to launch, which is a vegan chocolate, which is incredible. That's oat milk-based. And the great thing about it is, yeah, you got your non-GMO. Yeah, you got your kosher. Yeah, you got your gluten-free. We never use palm oils. All those different things that are important when you're building a really incredible tasting chocolate. And the fact that, again, folks like yourself that may have some type of diabetic issue, you know, we like the fact that we're able to, to give you a benefit and you can indulge like everybody else because we think that's important.
0: Well, it's not just me. I, I, I use myself as an example because when you're in the public life, like you and I are, one of the rules is they can't really fault you for making fun of yourself. <laughs> so, so, so me being a diabetic and me at the same time being a heart patient, I could talk about diabetic heart patients because I are one. Right. And nobody nobody could fault me by too much because, hey, dude, I'm just talking about myself. Whereas at the same time, I know that there's 30 million other Roberts running around the United States with the same kind of challenges that I personally am facing.
1: True. It's very true. You know, it's interesting, Robert, that you say that because I was actually meeting with a new partner of ours, a retailer here on the Northeast, Giant Eagle, was bringing us in. and. You know, we always start off with, you know, you know, have you heard about red? What do you know about red? And she laughed and she said, Glenn, I've lost over a hundred pounds. And one of the big reasons is because of red chocolate, because you're on Weight Watchers and I'm able to eat you because we're able, you know, there's no sugar. So therefore the points are almost nothing. So, you know, that's, that's a great feeling, you know, and, and Robert, it's really important as a brand. I can only speak about red. And it's really important to us to to make that difference. And And again, you will have the social impact, you know, again, being a certified green facility. I'm talking about that personal impact, that reason for being, you know, if we were just another chocolate, that's pretty boring. And I honestly, my days of selling the widget are long gone. So I like being able to put my name against a red chocolate because I believe in what we're trying to do.
0: I, I I get that, and that's part of the reason why you're uh, sitting here, so to speak, because it, even having you on our humble little podcast, it's not a matter of bringing in Glenn Gardone and talking about just another chocolate bar or even a just another healthier chocolate bar. It's about talking about a product in the marketplace that's truly unique. Oh. So you talked a little bit about... The origins in Europe and whatnot. How many countries are you guys in nowadays? And is all the manufacturing in Europe or is is some of it here in the States? How does how does that break down?
1: It's actually so we're in right now 28 countries in the world and pretty much growing every month. We're adding another country. Everything is produced within our facilities that are in Europe. We make nothing here in the United States. Everything we do everything that comes to the united states is actually produced from one facility for me and then we have other facilities that handle other countries but uh, you know it's funny i I get a chance again to go to the facility once a quarter i'm i'm out there and you know it's like walking into nasa it's the best way i can explain it you know and i've got a son that's you know trying to become an astronaut so uh, i've heard a lot about it and i've lived through him vicariously but uh it's amazing, you know. We're we're BRC Global certified, and you know, there's not many companies that can say that. And again, it's it's one of those prideful moments. You know, it's we had the the BRC team come in last. Let's see, here was September. It was September because it's an annual. And you know, they came in, and then we we get our grade of an A plus, and it's celebrated by everybody in the organization. Even those that don't use that facility, it's still celebrated because we're proud of the fact of how much passion and commitment is felt through everyone in the organization and it's just it's amazing to me and you know you you sit there and you look at you know our facility and it's just it's mind-blowing and i've been in a lot of facilities in my career and i've been in some that you know you want to take a, a power wash shower after you've left but this one i mean it's just it's 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 like a clean room it's like a massive clean room it's incredible and you know just the way that they take the care for all the raw ingredients. Remember, we have ingredients come from all over the world. You know, our almonds are from, from California. We have oranges from Spain. We you know our coca comes from farmers that we work with directly, you know, for for over 20 years now. And, you know, we're seeing their children starting to come into the, you know, come into the fray. So but the, the care and consideration and, and I'll say it, the the demanding aspect that we have when it comes to the raws and this fact that the the folks that we've partnered with believe in what we're trying to do, it's an absolutely amazing feeling. I am one of those folks, Robert, that's blessed, that goes to bed on a Sunday night, excited to go to work on Monday morning. Because, you know, I make the joke, I I don't have one boss. I've got about 1.3 million bosses every single week. And that's the American consumer. Because, you know, we are are purchased 87% of the time by a female head of household. And they let me know. They feel it's their brand. And if there's something happening, you know, that they don't agree with, they're gonna let me know. And it, and it's great. You know, we happen to be on the home shopping network. We're the number one chocolate sold in the home shopping network. And I remember a story real quick, I'll tell you. So I was on, you're on, you know, your your segments are anywhere from eight to twenty minutes. And I was on my segment and uh, you know, we finished up and turned on my phone, of course, because it was off. And uh, there was a, a message from, you know, one of my folks at work here saying, Hey so you know, somebody called for you blah 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 so I said okay so I called him back and it happened to be a, a, a woman who saw me on TV and she was making a joke with her friend saying I'm gonna call this guy and see if he actually calls back and so I called back and I said "Is Kay there and she's like this isn't Glenn Gardone. and I'm like Kay this is Glenn Cardone I'm, I'm not sure do I know you she starts laughing and she told me the story and she's like I can't believe you actually call people up I'm like well Kay I want to know what's going on. It'll either be me or it'll be my head of marketing or or somebody's going to reach out to you. We don't want to do a V email unless you want us to, but we want to talk to you. We want to know if we're doing right.
0: That makes a lot of sense to me. I remember several months back myself, I was talking to the chief operating officer of a quick service restaurant chain. And the point I brought up to him is it don't matter what business you're in. The most expensive customer in your business is the same one, and that's a new customer. Mm-hmm. So you got to build those relationships. you gotta, you, you got to have a, a solid way of bringing those people back because if a person only buys your product one time, if a person only buys your service one time, you've got near zero chance to make a profit off that customer.
1: That's true. That is very true, Robert. You know, when my days at the larger CPG companies, you know, we would run our analyses and it would be on based on, you know, trial and then repeat. That's where the terms we used. And what's incredible is, you know, back then, if we could get somewhere in the mid-20s, you know, maybe even 30, if we can get that type of repeat rate, we'd have a, a massive winner on our hands, which means only three out of ten people actually like the product. But that was a great thought. You know here at Red, we're at 78% for our repeat rate. So, eight cuz we're not right for everybody and we appreciate everybody trying us, but I'm proud to say 8 out of 10 people almost when they buy, when they buy Red the first time, they love us enough that they want to buy us again within 4 weeks. And I think probably that's one of the big reasons that we've seen the the incredibly massive success we've seen here in the US with Red. And and, and it's and it's it's an awesome feeling. It really is. It's kind of humbling, you know, it's just, it's amazing.
0: Well, let's, let's turn the conversation to people. act. Well, before we do that, how many different flavors do you have right now? What is it? Six or something?
1: So we've got, actually, there are three styles that we have and it's the, what we call bars and the rest of the world, they call them tablets. And that's our three ounce to three and a half ounce. And we've got six flavors. We've got our blonde chocolate, which is one of a kind happens to be one of our global patents that we hold and there's nothing like it in the world except for the red blonde chocolate and then we've got an amazing dark chocolate and again being a european dark chocolate this is not that bitter chocolate i tell people all the time when you're eating european chocolate think of it like red wine you know you've got the body which is the coca and then you've got the different notes which for instance one of our top flavors as you and i were talking are dark chocolate with almond and orange it's not a nut cluster the idea is that you have this beautiful coca taste then you have this waft of orange that you're tasting throughout and you can smell it and then you've got the little bits of of almonds so therefore it doesn't doesn't overshadow all the different items the idea is to be able to take these ingredients and let them play together and then we've got a, a really good extra dark i like extra dark for you know, we're actually doing a fondue coming up at the end of this week. We're doing it live and uh, just showing folks how to use the products on a fondue. I like the extra dark, cause it gives you that little bit of kick, especially when you're using difference, whether you're using apples or using strawberries, I like that. And then we've got a, a milk chocolate, and then we've got a milk chocolate, hazelnut and macadamia, and then two of our most popular items actually are, are diamond pralines. We, we call them pralines throughout Europe. Here they're called truffles. So we have diamond truffles and one is a coconut filling and the other one is a hazelnut and almond filling. And I'll tell you what, you pop one of these in your mouth at 33 calories. I tell people all the time, if you get to three and you still want more, I'd be amazed because the whole idea is that we satiate that desire and need for chocolate. We all get it. You know, I'm an unapologetic chocolate. I'm going to tell you that right now. So, and you know, I'm very prideful and I know it, Talk about red a lot, but it's not because I run the company. It's because I love the brand. And so we've got those eight different flavors, and then we've got different iterations within our large bars in different sizes, according yeah. according to where you shop, whether you're at, you know, Rite Aid, drugstore, or you're at the convenience store, or if you go into, you know, retail
0: grocery. Absolutely. And I think you make an important point when you talk about cessation, because even beyond the confectionery end of things, People try to make a healthier product a more beneficial product I think that's the thing that gets missed more often than not is the whole idea of cessation if yeah. you you eat the if you eat the healthier pasta or you eat the healthier candy bar or you eat the healthier whatever if you don't get up from your chair satisfied. Use of that product is not going to be sustainable.
1: Yeah, it's funny you say that, Robert. You know, the running joke is sometimes some of the products you'd rather eat the wrapper it came in than the product itself. Yeah, and so you're you're a hundred percent correct. I think we as a community have come a long way. Some of us a little farther than others. You know, I'm still not going to eat crickets. I know there's people out there that do, but it's not for me. But when it comes to an indulgent product like chocolate, and a product that's really beloved by tens of millions of people. You have to walk that fine line. You got to make sure you use amazing ingredients, which we do. You you got to not use the ingredients that you shouldn't, like refined sugar. And you've got to find a way, again, to make it indulgent. You know, again, I go back to when we first started, that smarter indulgence. I'm going to indulge. I'm going to eat my chocolate. So, therefore, I'm going to eat my chocolate. I
0: want the opportunity to eat it. A little smarter. Well, yeah, and let's be, let's be honest. Nobody has ever died from a lack of chocolate. Chocolate is not a dietary requirement. Right. So, so eating chocolate is not about fulfilling my daily nutritional needs. Chocolate is part of the fun side of food.
1: That's right.
0: They're, That's they're, the in, mental
1: nutrition we if, call If it. chocolate
0: is not indulgent, there is no purpose for the chocolate in my life. I mean, I know you're in the chocolate business. I'm just trying to speak the truth
1: here. <laughs> no, and, and I thank you for it, Robert, and thank, thank goodness there's millions of folks that think just like yourself, including me. You know, I, I like to indulge, like I said earlier. It's mental indulgence. You know, it's that I deserve it or I need it or I want it. You know, it's yeah. one of those three usually. And that's why we we reach for our chocolate, you know. It, it, being, it's, it's funny, you know, always hear about, you know, folks who, you know, if they own a restaurant, they don't eat at their restaurant or restaurant often because they're always around the food. Well, I'm always in arm's reach of some type of chocolate and I still eat my chocolate. I still eat it, you know, whether it be a, a quick, you know, a little 14 gram bar that I happen to have a dark chocolate or somebody brings in some, you know, I just tried some new products that we have that are coming out. And I was actually mentioning it, the, the vegan chocolate that we have and you know they do a triple screen process on the oat milk so it is it, it, i i actually had it and we had we had my our usps person in he actually has been with us for quite some time he comes in all the time he's a great guy and so i inv- i had him come into my office i said hey i want you to try this chocolate then what you think and he tried and went yeah it's really good milk chocolate i said it's not milk chocolate he said what do you mean i said that's oat oat milk i said that there is no milk there isn't no this is a pure vegan chocolate he looked at Get out of here! I said, "No, I'm serious. That is a vegan chocolate." He said, Glenn, if you didn't tell me, I would have never known." And that's a great thing too, because you know it means that we're able to to bring the desire forward that people are looking for, but do it in a, in a smarter way.
0: Sure. How? Where are you in the process on that vegan chocolate? Is that something we're going to see on the shelves soon, or is it going to? We're it going is to wait actually.
1: A bit? Nope. You're going to see it very soon. It's actually, I approved the final iteration, what we call table samples. That's the final look of the package, the final tasting of the product. And so it actually went into production this week. Then it goes into what we call a cool off period for a couple of weeks. And then we do our testing and make sure it's exactly the way we say it's going to be and the way it should be. And then it's released and then it's put on a container. It's brought here. So I will have it here in the beginning of March. And so it will go live to the American public just at the beginning of March. That's not long at all. No.
0: In fact, right around the quarter. Last episode, I did a interview with the founder of Vegan Dining. So I know there's going to be a lot of vegans out there that are going to be looking for that product.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're we're excited because it's our, our first chance. You know, our dark chocolates, of course, have always been vegan. But uh, this, you know, being able to go into a milk chocolate. That again is vegan and tastes good. You know, I will tell you that we probably went through, oh, it, it had to be close to 60 iterations till we got to the one we really, really like. And it's from, you know, tweaking, you know, the, because the, we have one with an almond and orange in it. And so it was just tweaking that and making sure that we had that orange flavor that we wanted. You know, first couple ones were, I thought a little too overpowering. And really, it tastes almost like you're eating orange that was dipped in milk chocolate. And that's not what I wanted to go with.
0: Hmm. I get that. When I, when I cook for other people, I have to watch that mm-hmm. uh, because I tend to want my flavors to be bold. But <laughs> when you, when you cook for the public or you make a food product for the public, as you know, it's not about what you like. It's what your understanding of what large portions of the public are going to like that you're aiming for. So that's part of the culinary art part of of what you do, because it's it's not in spite of what people might think. It's not as simple as, oh, I like that. I don't like that. You know, it's a little orangey for my taste. I know I've done restaurant reviews for and doing restaurant reviews. I've eaten things in restaurants that are not particularly my thing. Right. But I've 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 actually written and said. okay. There's there's this aspect of this restaurant or there's this aspect of this food product that I'm reviewing, and it might not be my thing, but I can see where if it is your thing, you would really like this.
1: It's true. You know, I think, at least for myself, my job is to find those ingredients that blend well together and then from there be able to build upon something that would be Wonderful for many, and as I've you know said earlier, you know red it may not be right for everybody. Eight out of ten times we are, and those two folks, you know, we tell them thank you for for trying red, and we take their their feedback on you know what you know what was the reason, and you know if there's something that we can work on for them, we do. If it's hey you know that's just not what red chocolate's about, then you know we say thank you and we move on. I mean you know you have to because like you said, Robert, you know you you. You want to come forward with something that you feel there's a reason for being, as I've said earlier, and, you know, our reason for being, being a European chocolate, being no sugar added, being non-GMO. There's a lot of reasons for being, for us to be in folks' lives, and the fact that they allow us to be, we really, really appreciate it.
0: Well, and I think, too, it's important to point out that even though you're a European chocolate there's always the buy american crowd which to be honest i'm a part of a lot of the time but Mm -hmm. we already discussed earlier your almonds come from california oh believe me and we we are as american
1: as we can possibly be investing not only in our local communities and partnering with our with our school systems here but you know one of the things that we're probably most proud of is we have a couple of charities we work with and one of them is actually childhood diabetes and what we do is we usually pick times throughout the year where if you go onto our website which is red chocolate.com, you get the opportunity to to give and we match all donations and then we also give a, a, a you know an amount ourselves too based on you know the time of year because again I think it's important to to give to be again Not only just your reason for being as a product, but what's your reason for being within the community? And, you know, there are multiple communities here. You know, we have the community of the red family, which is everybody that works here. We have a greater community of the red family, which is everyone that works here and all of our consumers. And then we've got the at large community where we happen to have our facility here in Pennsylvania. And then our other spots that we have throughout the country where we, you know, have quite a few employees and we're proud of the fact that we continue to grow as an employer in the communities we are. And we've got people, I guess that, you know, again, as the leader, my entire job is to try to help them to become as successful as they want. And success means different for everybody. If you line up five people, you'll probably get four or five different thoughts on what success is. When I started my career, Success to me meant I had enough money in my pocket to be able to go to dinner. And now success to me means how can I fa- affect people's lives in a positive manner? And sure. so I think it's really, really important to be able to, you know, have that positive influence, that positive effect, not only with, you know, your employees, but also, you know, with the community. And, and again, community locally, community at large, you know, it's it's important. And, and we take that to heart.
0: It's always good to see companies with a, a sincere desire to involve themselves into the communities instead of taking out of it. We're about ready to run out of time here pretty quick. Before we do, I'm, I'm sure we're making a person or three kind of hungry. Okay. You mentioned Rite Aid, Rite Aid earlier. I know you're you're at HEB down here in Texas. Mm-hmm. Where are some where of are the we? other places? Where are some of the other places people can grab some of this candy we've been raving about?
1: Well, you know, we're, we're throughout the U.S. So, as you said, Rite Aid, we're in Kroger nationally and all their banners. So, if you're on the West Coast, whether it be Ralph Smith's, Fry's, Fred Meyer up in the back Northwest, the best thing to do, I tell people all the time, is go to our website, and we have a store locator. And our website is red-chocolate.com. Again, red-chocolate.com. And you can go to our store finder, punch in your zip code. And all of the stores will be there. And if you know what, if you don't feel like leaving your house, you can always buy us online. We're always there. And there's always, you know, again, you go to the store locator I tell people there's a coupon there. I'm a coupon guy. I like coupons. So there's a buy one, get one free coupon on the store locator. But, you know, buy us online and there's discounts for that. And again, because we want you to partner, we want you to come enjoy a journey with us as we continue to grow here. So there's both of those ways, I think, are probably the two best ways. And even if you want to reach out and you want to talk to me, I don't know why you would. I'm pretty boring, but by all means, there's my pictures on there with the rest of my team and click on the picture and the email will come to me and let's have a chat. I'd love to tell you my thoughts on the upcoming Super Bowl, which I have no idea is going to win, but we'll see.
0: Well, I want to take this opportunity to thank you for visiting with us. Our time is, as I said, it's just about up, but we certainly do appreciate your time. And we appreciate you sharing a little bit of your story and even more of Red's chocolate story with us.
1: Well, Robert, thank you again for your time. I, I hope people find, uh, you know, find this interesting. You know, it's, it's been wonderful for me, and, and I thank you again, and I thank your audience's time for listening, and you know, we'll uh, see you in the future.
0: Thank you, sir. I definitely will be in touch.
1: Thank you, Robert. Thank you for being a fan.
0: Thank you for all the good chocolate information, Glenn. For those who still don't have enough, let me invite you to give us a visit at www.learnmoreeatbetter.com for all our previous episodes. Until next time, this is Robert Crutchfield, your favorite foodie friend for our Crutchfield Cooks, the podcast.